0: Hi, my name is Farron and you're listening to Hungry for Apple's podcast. Please follow me on Instagram, F-A-E-R-N, and check out my website, Farron.me. Grab an apple, enjoy the show. welcome back to hungry for apples today i want to speak a little bit about the interrelation of yoga and artwork and how they can help each other one thing that i know from being an artist almost all of my life now is that artists have a tendency to be rather hard on their bodies and don't notice until it's a little bit too late i definitely was one of those people i was definitely walking down the that road that path and one thing I know from all of the years of taking classes is that in art classes there's very little instruction around how to use the physical body in a safe way and also there's very little addressing uh, how many hours you are in the same position and often even how to lift very heavy things. So coming from that world, when I did finally find a practice of yoga, it was very helpful and it made a big difference in my life. At first, of course, it was only a physical practice. Over time, it grew into what yoga is intended to be, which is a lifestyle practice. Yoga is intended to have a finger on every part of our life and it is because of where it came from but instead of going down that road I just want to have you keep in mind that yoga is a widespread life thing versus just a physical um, fitness routine even though there is that and it is extremely helpful as well yoga has a physical practice a mental practice and also a spiritual practice and for me the reason that having a physical practice was helpful when i was making artwork is because of spending long hours in the same position and you know you just kind of get lost in your work and what happens is you you end up kind of kinked up in strange in strange ways and you don't really know what to do about it because you've never been trained in that way, artists have a tendency to be very gung-ho about making their work and making as much work and as quickly as possible depending on where they are in their life. For me, when I just amped up my physical practice, where I just started to really get into a very um, fast-paced vinyasa practice, I actually injured myself at a, a job that I had. And when that happened, it took me away from being able to paint and use my camera. This to me was was the wake-up call. Now granted, I had already started my yoga practice, but I hadn't quite realized just what an impact it could have until I had this injury. It was so important to me to be within the group of of the yoga class the yoga room the studio that even though I couldn't use my right hand I was still finding my way into classes and doing as much as I could in fact I did almost the entire class on my forearms and was told later just how hard it was and being newer to the practice I didn't understand I just knew that I had to be there and I was going to do whatever I could in order to make that happen over time I ended up in physical therapy which, you know, for the injury specifically, which I then started to draw into my practice. This is long before I started teaching. But as I was going through this process, I realized that the practice of yoga, learning how to use my body, how to approach my breath, and how to have some sort of mental clarity was the only way that I was going to ever really progress in my artwork the way that I wanted to Um I mean, I knew this was the thing, but at the same time, I needed to go through many other steps in order to come back around to be able to say this today. I think that the main reason that a yoga practice helps helped me make so much artwork in the past and is also helping me to create new artwork now is because of the mental clarity that comes from doing the physical practice, but also the meditation. In my life, I have three basic or three main pillars in my practice. And what it is is I've rearranged what I do in my life around my physical practice in order to produce my artwork now. But also because I'm a yoga teacher, I needed to maintain my flexibility and also build strength in order to have the endurance to do all the different creating that I wanted to do. So if you are thinking about drawing a physical practice into your artistic life, all you really have to do is start small. What I did was start with, you know, learning how to breathe and learning how to use my hands properly. Um, Eventually what happens if you do find a teacher and you keep going and you keep maintaining the practice, the mental clarity comes very, very easily it's um, it, it becomes locked in with your intuition oftentimes when we're in a, in a um, in our art studios creating a lot of artwork and we end up stuck in these certain positions trying to maintain a steady hand or a steady eye depending on what we're working on we end up in a particular trance and that trance is a as a connection to our to our intuition this is also similar to what can happen if you have a daily regular meditation and yoga practice combined sometimes they feel the same although they can feel very different but here's the thing in order to really see what's going to happen with the artwork with that that super deep connection that you can deepen and create more clarity around having the practice of yoga to support that is, is really imperative. At least it was for me, you don't really necessarily need to do the physical practices of yoga. But but understanding the order of things is really important. It's an energy thing, versus having to do something in a specific order. So that sounds a little bit confusing. But what I'm talking about is if you're very uncomfortable breathing, it's not going to help you to just go do a breathing exercise. This is something I spoke about in my last podcast about how to chill out. In order for artwork and um, yoga to become a similar sort of trance-like meditation, you have to know what that trance like trance state is like. Oftentimes, because of the amount of hours that we've spent, crafting or creating the perfect process to make our artwork the if we're not trained in the understanding of deep meditation the the hook to that understanding of the the trance state sometimes gets passed over if you have a yoga practice and meditation practice you learn what those states feel like and you'll be able to re-identify them when you're in your studio or working on your artwork, whatever that may be, inside, outside. It doesn't matter what the creative process is because you know, you understand your own personal hook, how it feels in your body. The reason I mentioned the three main pillars or my three main things that I do in my practice is because that's how I teach too. So if you were let's say, trying to organize a new practice around your artwork, what you would want to do is have some really basic movements that you do, have a meditation that you go through, and also learn some basic breathing exercises. This is what I would do in the studio. Not necessarily as my regular practice, although they are the pillars of my daily practice. So these are, what does that mean? That means that that I don't skip over these things pretty much every day. There's not a day that goes by where I don't do a hip rotation. How would that help my artwork? Well, to be able to sit more comfortably, to be able to stand and to be able to be creative without having some kind of physical pain Come up because I've been focusing for so long on something. In, for example, a seated meditation, seated meditation can be extremely uncomfortable until you find the perfect seat for you. Seated meditation was the hardest thing for me to bring into my practice because I couldn't find a seat that was actually comfortable where I didn't feel, where I didn't have pain when I was done. I just didn't see the point in having a meditation practice where I then had to work out all the kinks with my asana practice, it didn't make sense. Eventually I found the perfect seat and it became a practice that was nourishing to me. So what is my point? My point is, is that If you want to have a movement and yoga practice in your art studio, you would approach it in a different way than you would in your regular practice. But they intertwine. Why? Because yoga is a lifestyle thing. Eating better, breathing better, um, interacting the way we speak to ourselves. All of that inner work is part of this. And once you get a handle on all of that stuff making your artwork is going to be easier You might even come to more of a point with your artwork Find you know that catalyst that gets it to where it goes where you think it what you want it to go One thing i'll say is that because a yoga practice is physical mental and spiritual at first at first actually let me rephrase that the spiritual part came into my life pretty quickly into my artwork it's only just now coming in and this is because i had compartmentalized the spirituality away from making of of my artwork at this point i'm starting to overlap them in a way like i was just saying you can bring your movement and breathing into your studio You can also bring the spiritual aspects into the setup of how you set yourself up to create the work. And I literally mean your space. Clearing the space, clearing the air, doing uh, energy work, anything like that to set yourself up to create your artwork. This is the same thing that you would do if you enter a yoga class. Think about it. You walk in. You set up your mat, you put out your props. You know, the teacher says you need this, you need that. You start, there's breathing, there's something that unites the group, and then you go through a practice. You can approach your making of artwork the same way you create a time, you set up the space, you make it the way that you want it to be if you're making something spiritual and it's important for you to sit in meditation first you do that I personally don't sit in meditation before I create I do it in the morning but if I need to sit while I'm creating I do it just a little side note there so you've set your space you have all the things you need you have your props right your your supplies And then you go about the practice of creating your work. It's similar in approach, although you don't need to approach it this way. One thing to keep in mind is that the more symbolic the actions you take in setting up to create your work. It's the same as when you set up in a spiritual way to do your yoga practice. The more actions you take that are symbolic, that mean something to you, the easier it is to tap into a clear direction to practice or to make your artwork. So what are some things that you could do? Well. Take some time to do some breathing exercises in the morning before bed. If you're an artist and you've never done any yoga, start with breathing exercises, right? If you're a yoga person and you want to try some artwork, when you get out the stuff, start with breathing exercises. Set your space. Try not to force yourself into thinking that something has to look a particular way when you're creating it whether it's how your body is shaped in your practice physically or how you put the paint or the mar- uh, markers or pencils or, or whatever it is that you're using on your paper and your canvas. This to me is the leeway or the that freedom that comes from this non expectation of yoga practice is very helpful in artwork for me I feel like it's probably helping a lot of people out there they just haven't really thought about it that way non expectation I find this all very nourishing which brings me to my full and final point having my yoga practice has been the glue in my life in creating my art and keeping everything together. I used to say that about my artwork. But now it's 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 just not it's just not the truth. Now don't don't get me wrong, I'm not down on the art. I'm just saying that having a physical practice makes it possible for me to be creative in any way shape or form whether it be communication or writing, anything like that. It is, it's, it's like taking your own medicine. I know that the days that I have a harder time finding or figuring out what mediums I'm going to use or what thing I'm going to make it's because I haven't sat for my meditation or I didn't do a breathing exercise or something like that. Now I'm not saying I have to do every single thing every single day the same, because I'm not recommending that. I'm just saying there's a certain amount of time that's helpful each day to be by yourself and carve out the space so that you can see what's going on in your life more clearly. And when you are making art, this is very helpful. Yeah, I know. I've been talking for a while about this. It is important to me. It's important to me that artists start to take care of their bodies more. It's important to me that they notice when they're heading down a painful road and when this it's going to be a long-term thing. It's important to me. I hope every artist everywhere starts to have breathing and movement exercise practice. I also feel like On the other hand, a yoga practice can be a little bit rigid. I feel like if you've been practicing yoga for a very long time and you are starting to feel as though it is more like obedience work, you might want to add a little bit of creativity into your practice in some way. It's there. You can find it. Thank you so much for listening till the end. If you like this, I have a podcast that I did on color that you'll probably like also. I will be doing a follow up to that very soon. And thanks again for tuning in. I really appreciate every single one of you listeners. Bye.